0: Fuck with me, like. Got my wine and my two step. My wine and my two step. I got my wine and my two step. My wine and my two step. It's on. it's on. It's on. It's on. The kids home. Get the patron and telling that it's on. Okay, let me start acting like I'm in the early 2000s. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of a weekly um, courtroom view into your um, small claims court. Um... I'm Lonnie, and welcome to another episode of Who Raised You, a Host, a weekly reflection on your walk of shame and why you need to be ashamed of it. <laughs> so, this week has been a little on the hectic side. Um, I, of course, again, I spent my weekend helping someone move, and it occupied the majority of my time. So... I'm coming to you guys. Um, you already know what I watch. We're gonna get to that in a second um, on the TV guide. I actually Saturday morning I got into watching Branson Family Values because if you're familiar with the shenanigans of the show, the sisters originally walked off with um, from the show, did not appear for um, production. I was fighting with WeTV over compensation now. Tracy Braxton decided to continue the film because like people with responsibility, she just bought a house in Baltimore and she said, I'm not going to do any of that. I'm still going to go ahead. I'm going to get this coin for like a few weeks. They backfilled with celebrity guests like Phaedra Heart from Love and Hip Hop, oh, Love and Hip Hop show, um, Real Housewives of Atlanta, um, New York from, from Flavor of Love and I Love New York. She also, um, I forget who else she brought in, but those are the three main people that I remember that she brought into the show. So, basically, um, Talanda comes up with the idea that with all the tension and the miscommunication that the sisters have been having lately, that they need to pay a visit to Ayama. So, she sets it to where they all go. They sign an NDA. I mean, and yeah, they sign ground rules that no one can leave. Meaning, you can't get so bent out of shape and into your feelings that you walk out of the whole therapy session. And if you're familiar with the way Ayama does her therapy sessions, they normally last about mm, 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 I think like three days that she does a therapy session with a group or with um, two individuals. And in this case, this is group. This is family therapy. So, uh, Mama Evelyn is, of course, was, um, is already in a negative headspace because she feels like, and as we all know, her kids are like in their 40s and 50s at this point. Why do I need to be here? This has nothing to do with me. They're grown. They need to be handling their own responsibilities, right? So... Ayama and the family gets her to agree to basically just stay because we need you to stay. This is a group therapy session and yes, so we've been here and down this road several times. There needs to be things done. So they all agree and as we all know, um, or if you're familiar with Ayama, she's a stickler for time. And they all were there ready to film and Tamar comes over two hours late and Ayama explodes I need order this is not what I do and Tamar is agreeing with her and of course at first Tamar's like this is why I don't do WeTV and it's like this has nothing to do with WeTV this has to do with your commitment to time and respecting other people's time schedules so and she's agreeing with everything else I'm saying And Yama's telling her your behavior diminishes your, me- your message I need everyone to admit what she just said completely and utterly applies to Tamar. She said, your behavior diminishes your message. Now, next week, they get into the real nitty-gritty of the whole situation because they get into um, why they treat Tracy the way they do. Um, Tamar Tamar. Tony reveals that she doesn't really like her family, though. It's pretty obvious at this point. And so much more in the next one because I think... Around that time, they start to decipher if they want to keep the show or not. Which, at this point, I don't think they are. I think that this is going to be the last that we see of um, Bryce and Family Values. Now, I just got finished watching the season finale of my show. And if you have not sat through Insecure, I suggest you fast forward till I'm done talking about my show. Now... I gave you a moment to fast forward. I'm going to take a sip of wine in case you did not fast forward yet because I'm telling you I'm about to talk about my show. So um, it's just I love this new mindset of Issa. Um, how she's thinking she just decided to finally go on an interview for Beat Crew. As we all knew this where she wanted to be. If she stayed in her profession she still marching forward after the event that she saw when they watched the last dragon which was her birthday gift from molly and kelly who set it up and um lawrence is there it's just these little still like kind of flirty things that they do in between it leads you to believe that the two of them still have something going on now in reality you know they don't they haven't had sex it's like what season like the middle or the beginning of season two and they left Issa wondering what was going on because they had sex so in this one before as Molly comes to pick up Issa Nathan is walking down the street the ghost of Christmas past is walking down the street with the bouquet of flowers um she's stopping Nathan and she's telling Nathan that Issa is happy um, we're not, I'm not going to allow you to mess up her birthday just go basically shooing him away like we don't need this kind of drama in our lives right now so also she um, they go like I said they see Lawrence and um, she goes and talks to the girl to organize it because she's like I'm trying to do something similar but I'm running into a bunch of hurdles trying to organize the event She levels with her and agrees to meet with her to discuss possibly moving forward or people that she can get in contact with to push her event forward, which is what she really needed. She needed someone that already did it or something similar to it so they could coach her and show her what actually needs to be done to make her vision a reality. So... um time to find out Chad took his uh, fiancé took him back after cheating on after he cheated on her all willy-nilly um he apologized watched enough Project Runway to the point where he said he could sew a, a skirt or something I don't know um but we also find out later on in the episode that Lawrence is actually dating the lady that is helping Issa organize her her event which is weird but I don't think it's really of importance only because of the fact that the two of them kind of, sort of, in a way, if you will, don't have feelings for one another. And it's like, if he wants to do that, that's his business. And then we also find out that she's also divorced. So in the apartment, um, Molly informs Issa that she had, she was on nigga patrol while she... Um, was like the day of her birthday she's like what nigga did you have to control and she said that nigga nathan he walked up to the house with some whack-ass flowers and she said nathan came like Issa was shocked that he finally did come back and Issa gave molly a reality check that only a real best friend can give you sometimes your best friend can tell you that you are fucking up better than your family can or better than your group of friends Sometimes that best friend will tell you, listen, you're doing all this and not doing all this. You're just doing too much. Um, and she basically said, do you really want to sit here and consistently run over all these people and you end up basically a partner and everyone is against you and your firm, which was a very real statement to her. Like, I don't need you to patrol my niggas. Like, I could do that on my own. And He revealed that when he was going through something that he basically goes into shutdown mode and no one really hears from him and he went to Houston for a couple of days and that's why he couldn't contact her. And I love Issa's response. She didn't just let him get over it. It's just like, you need to know that you did damage by ghosting me. Like, I hadn't heard from you and you made it your business to not contact me. Like, you saw me texting you, messaging you, calling you, And then all of a sudden you just go, M.I.A. I I need some space. I need to figure out what I want to do with this. And I was so happy that she did not just decide to fuck him or just decide to give him a one off. But she actually is taking the time out to really consider what she wants to do. So the way the season ends, is Issa finally sets up her apartment. Um, She finally unpacks because she came in her apartment and stuff like she never so took the time out to unpack so we see her actually unpack her apartment and this is the finale she's having a glass of wine she's watching tv she's feeling like i'm finally home and i have control like if you understand sometimes unpacking your apartment or packing your house is just a symbol of i'm here this is where i need to be this is where i want to be and this is my home and she didn't treat it like i'm still just trying to get my life in order no she actually took the time out and unpacked it. But who else besides me actually thought that you would have saw like Nathan Lord, that you would have saw like Daniel come out of the bedroom or something. Because that's what I thought at first. I ain't going to sit here in front and tell y'all a lie. I really thought that Daniel was in that house. So, and I was so glad to find out that he was not. (laughs) Because I think of all of my friends, I am the one that is like really anti- Daniel I'm just like he just is toxic to her um what are your predictions for season four like I want to know um especially the way that it's going to begin is Nathan still going to be a factor is she going to go back to Lawrence is she like what's going to happen is she going to get the job with Beat crew we won't know unfortunately until next year this is why I normally hate this time of year because that means that my show is done for the summer and I I always hate that it's only 8 episodes that they give us but it's so good um I'm here it's time for the timeline um it's been a couple of stories one I'm gonna say for the actual thread which is now what I'm calling my table topic um first things first um Kanye West Kardashian yeah I said that right Mm. Kanye West, Kardashian, appears on SNL with, of course, with his shenanigans and his weird performance with Little Pen, but the most important one is that he appeared, um, uh, he appeared wearing the Make America Great Again cap, which I believe was just the most disrespectful thing that he could ever do, but I don't expect less from Kanye West, so... I'm just gonna sit here and tell the truth. I don't expect anything less from him. I am currently trying to pull up uh, the quote because he did address it, um, and this is coming directly from his Instagram verbatim. This represents good in America becoming whole again. We will no longer outsource to these co- to other countries. We build factories here in America and create jobs. We will provide jobs for all. Who are from prisons as we abolish the 13th Amendment message sent with love. He is like really on this kick that he is like Gandhi and that you're spreading love, but you're trying to you get that with the freedom of speech comes the freedom of, of opinion and just pure rejection when you endorse someone that is in the Oval Office that is completely and utterly biased, you open yourself up to the public opinion. And especially for a man that preached so much about hatred and racism, um, for you to sit here and support the same person that goes against everything that you believe in, it leads people to believe that, yes, you are really in the sunken place. And, um, of course, y'all, um, y'all's president-elect, because I don't acknowledge him in in nobody's office because i don't take him serious but um of course he reacted and tried to gloat about his numbers that is just basically fictitious at this point and i personally just don't care um best of luck to um miss wes kardashian i hope she gets the help that she needs and hopefully don the will reemerge in the near future at some point because um i'm sick of her and moving right along. So the drama with um, Brent Kavanaugh um, with the Supreme Court nomination now because of the allegations that came about um, from Dr. Belazi um, Ford, he decided to hold off on voting uh, whether he they want to go forth with his nomination for the Supreme Court or not. Um, I know a lot of people were stirred up about this whole debacle and where it has gone what possibly could take place and also we have to keep in mind that unfortunately the president-elect can um go behind everyone's back and just elect him into the supreme court um i don't know how long it's gonna last how long if it'll even take into effect but the fact that so many women came out and supported and believed her not just women but men also and just began to believe women and believe that you have to believe the victims opposed to believing the the person that they're accusing or basically finding a male toxic response that most Jews like to give and excuse like oh boys will be boys No, so you're excusing basically the rapist behavior or the rape culture that most people raise people in that quote, boys will be boys. So what if it was your daughter? Would you use the same phrase? And it's just it's brave that she decided she didn't. And you know, she came from a sincere place. She didn't want any interview. She didn't want any press. She went straight to the Supreme Court with it and testified exactly what happened to her and forever in my eyes she will be a hero best of luck um i just pray that he does not um (laughs) make it to the supreme court i'll just say that i'm gonna wrap um the timeline on that one because i want to get straight into um in my headphones this week we got after a five plus year wait for this album we finally received the card of five I am I'm not impressed Um, and I'm not shocked that I'm not impressed because I know me the last time Wayne actually reminded me that he's actually a lyricist was the card of three the Carter of four was trash, in my opinion. This one is trash. It only has like two or three good songs. And I'm still trying to understand why the fuck would they put Regina on that album and she's so heavily auto tuned or famous. I don't... I don't get it. Like, I don't understand. Like, why? Just... Why, Lord? Why? I mean... I, I just want him to just stick to pushing Nicki and Drake out to everybody because... At this point, you just need to understand, you just looking crazy in these streets and I ain't got the time, let alone the patience. But if you enjoy the album, that's simply, that's the, I'm glad you're happy. I'm not. Um, and that's just that. I just don't wanna deal with <laughs> Wayne. I'll just say that instead. Um, if you're keeping up with Milla Jad and you understand she released September um, 2018, um since January of this year she's put out an EP every month but this it's normally between five to six songs and I've grown to love it like my favorite one thus far has been February because she gave me some really really good music in February um September is good but it's not it just won't top February like I don't know what it is about her in the winter months but she gives me her best music in the winter months so I'm looking forward to here in October, and you know, November is her birth month, so I just, I can't wait till she gives us the full 2018 project, which I think she's gonna give us in December. Mm. Nivea, finally, the day after 5 came out, because she's also on it on Dope and Gospel, she released her single, Circles. Um, I haven't gotten a chance, sh- because it's so much music this week, I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it, but I know for a fact I will. Um... I just love her voice and how smooth it is. And to this day, she gives me one of my favorite, and I do mean favorite, covers of Shy Days Love is Stronger than Pride, which is one of my favorite songs ever. And ever since, like, I knew I loved her before that, but since she did that and she did it in acoustic style, I just was like, I'm ready for her to come back. I need her to come back. I need new music from Nivea. And just, I'm happy it's here. <laughs> finally happy is here. Um, Marsha just gave us Nyla. I'm still getting through Nyla, but of course, if you're a fan of Marsha, you know you can't just get through, get through Marsha in one sitting. You gotta take her in doses. So, I'm up to about track six on Nyla, and I will definitely give you guys a full review next week on Nyla, but I'm more so amped for my girl, Elle Varner. Um, <sighs> If you're familiar, Elle Varner came out in 2012 with her album "Imperfectly Perfect," and of course, as we all know her for "Refill," she came out with "Loving You Blind," which is a song basically um, speaking about I can't date you if I don't know you, and I've lived by that philosophy for many years now, where I can't date somebody if I don't know them, like why would I get jumped into a relationship with you and I don't know you from a can of paint let alone we've never dated we've never had serious conversations I don't know where your head is at in certain in certain instances like I can't date you if I don't know you so I was glad she did that um she got out of her deal I believe she was with Atlantic and now she has an E1 deal so we can be expecting more music from her and I'm just, I'm really, really elated because I love Elle Warner. So if you have any music that you guys want to get me um, for and for a review, um, if you want have music yourself that you want me to review and to understand that I have the right to be selective, please forward your music to wryhpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, it's wryhpodcast at gmail.com. We're going to take a brief break and we'll be right back. Hey, you just heard me say I took a break, right? And you hear me back. You see this little space that you're in between? That's normally where ads should be, okay? You want me to promote your product? You want me to promote your music, your events, whatever may have you? That's right. I'm beginning to accept ad placements. You want to promote a product, a service, or anything, do me a favor, shoot me an email at wryhpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, it is wryhpodcast at gmail.com. Let's get back to the show. And I'm back. <laughs> Had to refill my wine for my two-step. So, today on the thread... Um, We had a lot that happened over the past week. Originally, I recorded this segment. But then I said, you know what? I seemed a little angry. And I said, I'm going to go back. And I'm just going to go on ahead and re-record what I wanted to say. So, this week, we learned the fate of Bill Cosby. He received... The judge did not hold back on his sentence. She gave him three to ten years. I bit my tongue so much to talk about this because I wanted to so bad but I knew I couldn't so I held off on speaking about it at all Um until I came to you guys directly and I just said you know what it's about that time for me to voice my opinion I had to learn um, when the scandal first came out originally I was defending Bill but then I had to realize something I'm sitting here literally defending a sexual predator um The reason Bill got 3 to 10 years is Bill admitted that the incident happened, and he's now serving time. The problem in our community, and I'm speaking within Black people, when we hold our Black entertainers, whether it be an actor, whether it be a singer, whether it be an athlete, we hold them to a high regard. And in our eyes, they can do no wrong. And in this instance, I have to say it because it's about time I'm 30-plus, Bill Cosby and Cliff Huxable are two completely different individuals. Cliff Huxable is a fictional character that was created in a sitcom as a father who just so happened to be a gynecologist and who was successful that owned a brownstone in Brooklyn with his family. In the early or mid 90s, the show went off the air. So, in case you didn't know, Cliff Huxable has is has gone. He's dead. Deceased. R.I.P. Um, and just like and I have my personal reasons as to why I own the series after the whole scandal took place when they started pulling it from everywhere. I said, no, no, no. I'm going to hold on to Cliff Huxtable because I love Cliff Huxtable. Cliff but I had to also learn Cliff Huxtable is not real. And I could have no problem with still supporting Cliff Huxtable. But I'm not supporting Bill Cosby. And a lot of people have to understand that we have to decipher the man from the legend so even in the instance of r kelly we have all the evidence in our faces that r kelly is a sexual predator but we still hold him to this high regard that oh he didn't do it those girls don't know what they're talking about and blasey blasey blind blah, the cat had the kitten but You've had it in your face in several occasions that he did it. Like it happened. Even now when they came up with the oh, he has a sexual call in Atlanta. And y'all still saying, like, oh, these girls are not talking about. Why are you defending this? Why are you defending this? Robert Kelly don't care about you. Robert Kelly needs help. At one point, Robert Kelly was in his early 30s and married a 15-year-old. Why are you defending him? he needs help he needs prayer you want to help r kelly you want to love r kelly get r kelly some help you want to love bill cosby give bill cosby some help because even when bill cosby comes out of prison he is officially on the sexual predators list so that means when he goes home all of his neighbors are going to know that he is on that list because they have to be informed all females including children have to be informed that he is in the neighborhood but i'm sorry to inform you guys he did it he did it it's time for us to just accept the fact that it has happened race does not always play a factor in it and yes you have to believe though she may look how she looks now he took advantage of her it happened, and i'm so sorry that it happened but it happened it's time for us to move on. It's time for us to let it go. It's time for us to stop this male toxic mindset that we had. That these people don't know what they're talking about and understand that there's truth in their story. If there wasn't truth in her story, he wouldn't have admitted that he did it. He would have never admitted that it happened. It would have never. We wouldn't be here right now, where the man was transferred to a maximum uh, security facility. We wouldn't be sitting here consistently getting stories that R. Kelly is doing this this and the these women. Even in the case of Michael Jackson, a part of me believes some of those stories are true. It's just at some point, you have to learn that you have to believe the victim. The victim didn't come forth out of thin air, and it's not always about a financial compensation. There's truth and validity. And their story and it's about time that us as a people and as America believe them and that ladies and gentlemen is all I have on that topic um for my self-care tip of the week I think I'm gonna make it simple love yourself A lot of us spend a lot of time focusing on people that won't matter today or tomorrow or next year, and we put so much time and energy into that person that we forget the one simple thing that we all forget to do. Love yourself. I don't care if you're getting a haircut. I don't care if you want to get your nails done. I don't care if you got to look yourself in the mirror in tears and force yourself to tell you, you that bitch in the mirror every morning. Remind yourself. Love yourself before you allow anyone else to say they love you because you have to know that you're the most valuable thing in your life before another person can come in and tell you you're beautiful, I love you, or to even give them the power to come into your life and take advantage of you. Note and understand, you are that bitch time for you to know it. Go get your hair done. Go get your nails done. And then, yes, it is okay to get a manicure and a pedicure. And some of y'all feet be looking just nasty. Especially you talk about, oh, I'm going to do this and the third to somebody. But the minute y'all get in the bedroom, you don't want to take off your socks. Ew. You, you really don't clip your toenails? You don't, you don't get pedicures that don't happen? That's That's, that's nasty. That's just disgusting. Love yourself before you give the power for anybody else to love you. And y'all know the forms of self-care. Anything that is considered taking care of you, even washing your clothes, is considered self-care. Because ain't nobody going to get up and do it for you but yourself. You can sit here and go weeks and have a smelly clothes. Or you can decide to get up on a Saturday or Sunday whenever you do it. I don't know when you do it. But get up and wash your clothes. The same way you get up every morning and wash your ass. But love yourself and don't give someone the power to come into your life and tell you how to love yourself. You should already know how to love yourself. Because before that person comes in, you got to love yourself first. Love yourself first. I say that. Don't say love yourself. Mm -mm. Love yourself first. Okay? Now, don't be ashamed of your walk. Ashamed. I see you. With your hair shuffled because y'all just left the club and it's now Sunday morning and you running home to get your life in order to run the church. I know that's right. But don't be ashamed. I saw a tweet this week and I'll leave y'all on that. It's only a walk of shame if you're ashamed of it. (laughs) I am Lonnie. Thank you so much for the continued support. Um... I, realized, I looked at my analytics. I'm currently at over 100 streams. And I realized I do have a listener outside the country. So we are making moves at this moment. So please do me the hugest favor. Like, subscribe, download, follow me on social media platforms. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. WRYH Podcasts. Share me with your friends. Let's get these numbers up and keep them going up. I love y'all so much. Enjoy y'all's week, and I'll see y'all next Monday. Bye.